0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Spruecast. Uh We're currently at Season 2, Episode 15, I believe And um, this week we're going to take a look at uh, the popular Well, these virtual uh, events that keep coming up um, You know, you normally go to a big event and meet people Go around the trade stalls and, and things like that uh, since you know the the current problems with the the virus that's out there um they've been going online uh so many of these events have are still taking place but in 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 an online capacity so we're going to have a little talk about that um and a couple of other little bits that uh so one thing i wanted to mention um we've We have a Twitter account Um, I've never pushed it Before but uh, I think We need to start expanding A bit so if anyone If you want to drop us a line on Twitter Our Name on Twitter is At cast sprue So it's At the at symbol And c-a-s-t S-p-r-u-e Cast sprue Sprue cast Castbrew, uh, believe it or not, Sprucast had been wouldn't, they wouldn't let me have that one for some reason. Um, there you go. So you, we've got a Twitter account. We also uh, wanted to mention that we're on Apple as well, so you can find us just going to the search engine. You put uh, cast in, we're we're up there, um, and obviously we're on Spotify and google chrome and obviously Castbox. so uh we're on all those all those channels Yep, uh, there's my phone talking to me then it just it does that randomly every now and then so as always i'm joined by my fellow presenters this week at the moment Gilly's not with us um but hopefully he may drop in during the course of the evening um uh but we'll wait and see. So uh I've got Gordon and Josh with me. Very uh, cool. we, yeah, we will have a quick look at what we've been doing this week, and uh i tell you what, I'm gonna go first this week, get it out of the way. Um, and then you you two can go next. So I've been uh as many people that will know that follow me or follow my channel. I've been working on practicing my painting skills and uh, I've been working on this little lady. Um, I'm doing the shadow detail and so on. Just trying to get uh, the light a bit better in there. It's a bit um, let me let me just so yeah i've been working on the shadow detail it's not really coming there you might be able to see on the back there i've done quite a bit um also on the front i've tackled a couple of areas there as well very very difficult to see in this light um the lights just wash all out um so i've on with that, i um, been doing that uh, quite a lot, and then the other thing is I've been working on the F-35B, um, which was uh, a gift from Gordon, and um, I've done quite a bit in the last few days. Uh, a beautiful kit. This is um, an Italian kit, and it goes together... It just it you know it's not a snap together kit, but it could easily be a snap together kit it just it's just seemed beautiful beautiful build um, as of now where I'm at at the moment there's absolutely no filler in this at all um, whether that changes, I don't know, but at the moment there's no filler in it it just it's um perfect bit of kit. So um, more on that. Uh, why is my oh yeah the camera's moved? Sorry. There we go. So more on that in uh, future weeks as it gets done. Well, next week it should be finished by next week. We'll wait and see though. Uh, let me just move that back again. Right, so we'll uh, move on to uh, who wants to go next?
1: You take it, Gordon.
2: (coughs) Well, I've uh, been working on another Spitfire.
0: Oh, let me just... That's cool.
1: Uh, Oh, wow.
2: That's what I was working on last week, and that's
1: what I've been finishing off this week. I like that that little tail, that graphic you put on the tail. All right, let's have a look at that. That that looks cool.
2: So I've been working on them too. (coughs) Plus Typhoon.
0: Oh, then I like the Typhoon. Um, What's that? One forty-eight. Yeah, it's the uh, it's hilarious. How's that is that another new kit. No, it's a reboxing of the Hazigawa
2: Typhoon. And as you can see, because this is bare plastic, you can't see any fill apart from two
0: thin yeah. strips. Do do plastic card, yeah. no filler. Do we have an opinion on Italeri's um, kits lately at the moment, or?
2: Oh, my book there's never been anything wrong with Italeri kits.
0: I've never, I've only ever built a couple of Italeri kits, um, so there's... I'll be honest. I, in in both kits, they right. So with obviously the F thirty five goes together flawlessly. Um, loved it. Loving building it, brilliant kit Can't fault it at all The other one I built was The um, Lorry that I built um, As many of you that follow me Will know, that went together Perfectly great, right up Until it came to Putting the cab on The the base And then I had loads Of problems um, And it was a real pig then But um, Apart from that, everything went together fairly well and neatly. Um, so I've only got two kits to go off. But everywhere I go, whenever you mention Italeri, people start going, Shit, and they've got all these. So, you know. Some
2: it, of their older kits are a bit challenging. But I've got. That that's a reboxing of the gal kit. I've got a two-seat F-16 up there, and that's a reboxing of the uh, uh, kinetic kit, I believe, and stuff. But I've never had any problems with the uh, Italeri kits. But I have come across the same problem as you have, Mark, with their lorry kits. Yeah, they're, they're quite well apart from when you try to put the cab on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's um,
2: um, together to the rest of the chassis and stuff. For some reason, the aligning marks and the tabs and stuff don't quite line up.
0: Yes, there yeah, they don't. It's a weird uh, you know, and and they, they've got a couple of faults they had, I noticed, with the um, instruction manual as well, um, and the decals, uh. And we were just we were just actually saying before we came on that um they've made an error with the F 35 um B on, on their paint schedule. So uh sorry sorry, let me just um explain. Because I, I didn't Gordon told me this. Uh well Gordon pointed it out, sorry. And um and I'm now gonna share that. So so basically, with this kit, the paint schedule says uh, it's two-tone, two-tone finish Um, As anyone that um, has seen these planes will know, they've got this lovely two-tone finish But in terms of modelling, it's going to be an absolute pig to um, achieve because of all the raised Surface areas and the zigzag Patterns and everything Oh sorry I'm on the wrong Screen this, this is not going well Today um, So um, Yeah I'm going to chop that bit Out just uh, let me regroup A minute So I'll find the point to chop that out, um, and I'll start from. Let me put a bit of a blank thing in so I can find it. Um, where do? Where can we pick up from? The
2: aircraft got two uh, two colours on the instruction sheet.
0: Yeah, so one of the things um, that uh, we found out uh, it, it's made a mistake with the F 35B um, color paint painting schedule. Uh, so basically, anyone that knows the F 35B will know it's got this um, really, really smart looking zigzag pattern. Um, and raised areas uh, And uh, they look they look great It's two-toned So it's uh, the wings and everything are dark grey And then all these areas here Are light grey uh, And it looks really great But for modelers It's an absolute nightmare You've got all these raised areas everywhere It's just an absolute nightmare um, And to give you an idea uh, An average masking set For a normal plane Is normally around five or six quid for this one, it's fourteen. There's that much uh, masking that needs to go on. Uh, it literally covers the whole plane. All right. So, with that in mind, I was talking to Gordon, and uh, I was explaining that I, you know, I've got to pay out fourteen quid for a mask set. And um, Gordon told me to check the serial number of the plane. Well, I've uh, not come across this before But uh, When I say I haven't come across it I just didn't know uh, Apparently the, the serial number Is evident on most decal sheets Of the plane you're building And sure enough um, We went on the sheet And Gordon pointed it out to me That this Aircraft here Is um, ZM 151 So, armed with that knowledge, I went on to the internet. I typed in um, F-35B, 617 Squadron, and ZM-151. And sure enough, uh, pictures come up of that uh, plane, that that fighter jet came up. And it didn't take long, just looking through all the... uh, Photos of it, in fact, virtually straight away. Uh, one of the one thing that comes out uh, that you notice almost immediately is this plane has a single finish, there is no two-tone finish on it. Um, it's just a uh, just a, like a, a gray all over the same tone.
2: Yeah, I think it's have glass seven, they're up to now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, so I've saved fourteen pounds. I didn't have to buy a masking kit. It saved me a lot of time as well. Um I was gonna try and mask it myself, but uh, let's face it, that would have been an absolute nightmare. Um and uh yeah, so you know, when when the the lesson here is don't when you get instruction manuals. Don't automatically assume they are correct because, um, yeah, yeah, research. There's so many, I've seen so many mistakes in instruction manuals. You know, I haven't said anything um, at the time, but when you start putting them all together, there's a whole, you could probably make a whole book of um, mistakes in instruction manuals. So, you know, always do your research. When you get your model kit, look for the serial number if it's a plane, a car, or whatever, and then go and look at that car and see if you can, uh, you know, if that will help you in any way. So, uh, my apologies for butting in there, Gordon. Um, and uh, do you finish that?
2: Yeah, basically, um, says I've worked on the second spit, got the typhoon finished in together. That's ready for paint now. It's on you, Mark.
0: Oh, I'm really having a bad day today. <laughs> uh, on me, uh, we need to go back to the three of us. Oh dear Lord, this is um, not that one, that one. Okay, sorry.
1: Carry on. So, what are you been up with, then, Josh? i have been up to a lot of no good um <laughs> it's been up to no good well come on tell us <laughs> Philippines. No, I, i've been i've been super busy you know i printed out the daredevil's head
0: all, all right hold on a minute let
1: me bring that one up it, it's it's pretty cool i i i, I enjoyed doing that looks it. batman it's it's actually daredevil I mean.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And then I put together a couple of the horde figures. This one's the child and the monster, I think. This is the monster, and then this little piece right here is the child. All right. So, and that goes right in the base. So I'll do those two separate. and then i I did i put this one together
0: wow that's quite there's loads of potential for some real nice color in those aren't there? some greens or purples or something
1: this is more like a mummy figure oh right it's gonna be like a lot of flesh tones like raw skin bone Underneath all the fabric, so yeah. I'm curious to see how this one's going to turn out. And then I worked on this guy the other night.
0: Oh yeah, very nice.
1: I, it's not great, but I mean it's. I like I mean, it. What's the wings, that? the wings, wow. are, wings, are cool. I, 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 got the wings to turn out.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. They've got that real leathery look, haven't they? That
1: with all the detail and stuff. Um, and then I got a package from a fellow modeler. He got a bunch of Reaper figures. All right. And was getting rid of them. And I said, "Well, don't throw them away, you know, if if send them to somebody." And he's like, "Well, if you you do figures, if you like them, just send me your address." And I was mm-hmm. like So he no. he basically Threw like 10 figures at me. I was not expecting that many. Well, yeah, that's about,
0: that's, that's
1: quite a lot of money there. I mean, that's a pewter one from Reaper. That's, that's, you know, one of their more expensive ones. And other than that, I, I haven't really, I really haven't been out here. I just, you know, I put those two together last night, watching a movie. You know, I just haven't had a whole lot of time out here. So and that's pretty much what I've been up to. I mean, I've I've been kind of trying to run the printer a little bit, but that's for commission stuff. Oh, you're doing some commission work. Um, kinda. It's more like they're they're paying me for like Let's see what I can come up with, basically. I've got two, like, speaker pods that I'm trying to print out right now. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. And and so
1: far, the speaker box part of it almost took up a whole roll of filament by itself. So it's a pretty big speaker box. Mm. But, you know
0: right so um another thing that uh i wanted to uh bring up was i noticed this week and i can't remember whether i mentioned this to you gordon or it might have been one of the other guys earlier in the week ak have released um i'm I'm assuming they've only just released a lineup of clues with um Sense to them So there's Cherry Vanilla Raspberry um, Now that's great You know That's a great idea right. But my whole Problem with that is I remember when I was growing up And the big thing was Teaching you not to sniff glue <laughs> Because of the Problems it created And yep. um, now they're bringing out a a quick setting. It's basically Tamiya Extra Thin Cement Quick Dry, and they've given it a smell. So now they're even if even if the substance is um, benign and there's nothing wrong with it, they are basically saying you smell this. This smells of apple or whatever. So then thereby. The children or whoever uses it Are going to start thinking it's okay To just You know They might go in another shop another day And buy a bottle of Tamiya And think oh maybe this one smells nice And as a whiff of that You know what I mean Am I the only one that thinks It's a bit irresponsible To have scented cement
1: Well I, Yeah I mean where 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 I kind of think it goes wrong is you're putting a good smell on a product that is kind of harmful. Yeah. yeah, that's my whole point. But here, here's the kick side. Most kids that do this hobby are doing it in their bedroom. So now you're giving them a good smell with a harmful side effect inside of a f- eight by ten room, right? Hopefully they have a window open, but if not, what are they doing, right? That that, that would be my add on to that.
0: Yeah.
2: To me, it's a bit irresponsible. And so yeah. for adults, yeah, fair enough, but to me to put a scent in a glue, it's it's just inviting trouble. Because same as Josh says and same as you said yourself, Mark, you're gonna get some kid it's oh that smells nice and forgets to put the lid on because it smells nice what effect is that gonna have on them yeah we we're we told as adults enough if you're spraying no matter whether it's acrylic lacquers in animals or whatever use a respirator right use your glues and stuff but make, make sure they're in a well, well-ventilated room the same as josh says you've got kids and stuff youngsters that are sitting in the bedrooms gluing them
0: together But now you've got, it smells nice and yeah, how long before you've got, you know, kids buying glue and leaving it open, treating it as a new type of air freshener. (laughs) I know I'm I'm exaggerating beyond uh, reason there, you know, it's not going to happen. But my, you know, my point stands, it's dangerous. I don't think they've thought it through very well. It's AK um, and to it, it's just I don't think it's a very good idea at all. Um, yeah. Scented glue—it's just I mean—it's like having uh, you know scented cyanide or um, something ridiculous like that but yeah i saw that i saw that uh, earlier in the week um advertised uh, i can't remember where it was it was advertised somewhere uh although there's always the possibility i guess that it was a joke i don't think it was it looked like a legitimate advert um but there is always the possibility that somebody was you know having a wind up um didn't really look like that but uh, who knows
1: well I mean even even on the Tamiya extra thin it says use in a well ventilated area yeah you know
0: yeah yeah it does um, so yeah they're all they're all dangerous and I don't know whether the ak one is a different type of glue maybe they've took some of the nastiness out um so that they can put this scent in I don't know. I can't imagine I would think that these still you know got to have some horrible components to it really for it to be able to function in the way it should um, but there you go um, so, that, that was that was something I spotted uh, I, I also Came across a little um, I, was, I guess people have thought of this Before but I've been eating Pringles this week And um, I had the empty tube When you finished and I threw it out And I threw it in the bin And then I'm sat there uh, Playing on my Nintendo Switch And it suddenly dawns on me What a great storage Medium they would make for brushes, uh, pens, uh, uh, plastic. You know the the plastic um, styrene tubes, Yes styrene yeah, cut-offs and things like that. So many possibilities. Uh, so I've kept three. You can you know you can put a vinyl covering over them, or or a plain plain white paper sticky tape that uh, you know double sided tape that down Paint them and yeah you could paint them design you know do whatever you want with them and um yeah so that's that's my tip uh for this week just get yourself if you have some pringles or whatever the equivalent is don't throw the tubs away keep them use them to store your paint brushes and, and things like that there we go. So, uh, on to the main event, I guess. Uh, did we cover you, Josh? Because I missed you last week, didn't I?
1: No, I, I got my two cents then.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, we wanted to, we were going to discuss virtual events. Um,
1: so, I, I'll start. I'll start. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you lead us in this one, Josh.
1: Here, here's the thing. People generally gather at some of these events. There's thousands and thousands of people. So people spend all this money to do this event. And now because, you know, the COVID-19, we've had to not do some stuff, had to cancel, you know, plane rides, you know, and they're not really getting refunded. So people still want to participate um so people have tried to create their own you know like i will use adepticant for instance adepticon is an event in chicago i want to say in march or late march mid-march something like that yeah so a group of people made this the thing said adepticant people that can't go to adepticon but they still want to get together they created um it's on Twitch, but I think YouTube was a part of it too, where you basically took an hour, hour and a half and you were showing your channel, your your product, your, you know, just to, so you could get some revenue, get, you know, so you didn't lose all kinds of business. And there's a Facebook page with it. Um and it was pretty successful, I think. I I think a lot of vendors didn't make what they would normally, but they were still able to bring in some cash. Yeah. And I think it helped out a lot of people. Some people didn't want to miss out on socializing with people that they see maybe once or twice a year, depending on the you know colleges. Depending on the the year, the event you know, the gaming aspect of it. Cause that's figure competition. I think I've never been to those kind of things. So, but that's the figure painting group. The modeling side of it is kind of doing the same thing now, but they're not doing, they're doing the hangout side of it. Hmm. I don't know if there's vendors and stuff getting involved in some of these events, but I, I see this as the new normal. I, I think this is kind of for the people that don't have the money to do those kind of trips. They're going to be able to participate even more now because there's an online presence with some of this stuff. I mean, yeah, some of them you know you're gonna to have to change the name for it or the name's gonna to have to be, you know, associated with it somehow, but I mean in a lot of ways I I see this as being the new normal and at least for another year right yeah
0: it's um I I I I'm a bit confused by this whole idea I don't see how you can have uh an event on I I just until I've actually you know uh part partook in one or into one in some way. I don't know how that works. I really
1: don't know. I can't see how it will work. For for what? The online side of it?
0: Yeah, this this whole um so let's take um what's the one we have here in November, the big one? Um National. The what, sorry?
2: Mashtol at Telford.
0: Yeah Telford. So let's say they've done the same thing with the RHS Flower Show, I believe. Um, so there's no no public event. It's one of the biggest events in the glo- on 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 the planet, I believe. Telford um, for modelers, they don't have it, and they decide they're going to do a virtual one. I, I can't even begin to wonder how that's going to work. So, so you just you have all the people that would normally go, they're going to all come into a room selling or how does it
1: work? So, so the selling part of it, you would set up the Facebook page to promote their business. It's kind of like it's kind of like advertising, but you're on a Facebook page. You know, right. like um, this is my Kickstarter page or these are the figures that I would have shown at a, you know, said event. Um, this is the price for said figures, right? Or cars or kits or, you know, whatever the cons based off of. Right. Mm. I, I think, I think people like online classes, I think have kind of taken off now because you can't go to an event to learn stuff.
0: No. Well, I mean, you no, that's not strictly true. You can go to events to learn stuff. Um Can't write this minute. No. Oh, no, no, not now. No,
1: sorry. I was, no, <laughs> I'm no writing this moment. No. So, and there's people that, you know, when they do those classes, you know, that's part of their revenue for the year. So they're missing yeah. out on all that money. So they're trying different. They're trying to be innovative on how to get, you know, to earn money to live, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, it's, and then,
1: so- then the events, they're still able to charge. Like if you enter, enter into the contest online, they can still, you know, get revenue for the next event because, you know, they're missing out on revenue.
0: Yeah. I mean, so- the
1: online judging, that might be a little, you know – we might have an issue with that, but
0: yeah, because who was it that was doing an online? There was somebody that was going to do an online. Is it a hobby link international Gordon that we're going to do an online competition. Well, um, they do
1: their they do their year when Ken comes on, I'm sure we'll have him talk about it, but yeah, it's, Oh, I could, and I could mess oh, this well. up. So hopefully not. But model,
2: it's, yeah, really. sorry, he does his model of the year, doesn't he, in different categories?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But there was a thing where I'm sure it was Ken that was saying about the fact that um, oh hell, where did I read about it? There was somebody that was um, on about the fact that you, they couldn't get to their local events um such as Telford and that and they decided they were gonna have an on an online competition. Um
1: and and I he's kind of already got the ultimate page set up for that too because he's yeah he's got I think a uh he he does kits or advertises kits and stuff I I, I don't I don't go on there a lot. I I need, I need to start though before he comes on, but he uh, I, I I do like how his page is set up from what I've seen of it.
0: Yeah, it's a good it's a good page. There's and the thing is, there's it's all clearly laid out so that um, if all you want, if all you're interested in is models, um, like when I say models, I meant figure models, um, then. You can go into Hobby Link International And there's a group there Figures and busts And you can go into that And that's all they talk about Or if all you're interested in is motorsport There's a motorsport category And that's all they talk about There's a category for pretty much everything And then there's a general category at the top Which is, you know, if you do, you're just Shooting the breeze or whatever Then you can go in that one um it is very well laid out. Um it's a great uh, setup and uh yeah, probably sound I'm probably pushing it a bit too much at this point, but what the hell. Yeah,
2: he's got a category uh, laid out for each genre, hasn't he?
0: Yeah. He
2: just says figures and busts, uh Warhammer, uh sci fi, uh cars. Trucks, boats, submarines—it's all that. And in in each group, they have a competition for the best kit in that particular category. Mm. So, in a roundabout way, that's this—it's sort of an online model show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess that's about as as close as you're going to get to what we're talking about at the moment. He just having a you know a regular sort of online um, show. It's it's a great, um, but to do it right. So this is my thing. Yeah, you can do that, like like Kenny's doing for um, his site Hobby Link International, and he can do all that. But when you're talking about doing it. As an official uh, Event it, it becomes a bit different then I think it's a lot more difficult To Cater for that I don't know That's just, that's just my opinion um, And I could be Way way off um, But uh, There we go
1: I don't know. I, I think just for in the short term, I think this is just going to be what we have to be able to do till we get to a normal. If we get back to a normal, right. Cause you know, yeah. having, having a, you know, like, um, Gen Con is basically in a basketball arena, I think, or something like that. I, I, I don't know much about it, but I do know it's in a fairly, fairly good sized building. Um, Or a hotel room, I think, maybe. Like I said, I I, I could be completely wrong on this, but, you know, and getting, you know, thousands and thousands of people in the same building, I I just don't know how we're going to go back to that right away anyway.
0: No, I don't think you are going to be able to go straight back to that. Um.
2: I I think it's going to be quite some time before you start getting the model shows again it's like we've got telford in november and stuff how everything's going and what's on about with easing lockdown i've been to telford on numerous occasions and stuff as a participant and as a trader and i just can't see how you could put in social distancing measures at telford it just wouldn't
0: work no no, absolutely not. So, it's crazy. Anybody that's been to Telford will tell you it's absolutely crazy. It's heaving. It's, yeah. um, it's like rush hour on the tube, but in a in a hall. It's the
2: analogy I could put it to is like a supermarket suite You've got yeah. like three, 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 3 or four thousand people all with a shopping trolley. trying to get round and grab the bargains all in one go. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Show like that. How are you going to enforce social distancing? You know, that's why I can't see Telford going ahead this year. It's like if you want to go and get your shopping at the moment, it's one in one out. So how could how can they enforce something like that for such a show
1: like that? Yeah, I, I I'm I mean <laughs> we're definitely uh the the people that I do really feel bad for are the people that own businesses that depend on that income. Cause they're I I'm sure they're struggling just as much as some of the other people around, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. If,
2: It's it's what I I call the garage producers, right? These little small little one-man or two-man bands that spend all year, all best part of the winter, producing stock to sell at the shows the following year. And they've produced stuff, and they've got no outlet for it because the shows have
0: all gone. Yeah. But then you've got, on the flip side You've got What What have we just had Is it Cheltenham And um, another
2: Cheltenham one? and stuff
0: Yeah and it's gone ahead
2: Yeah well that was just before lockdown Wasn't it
0: it's just, it's just been in the news There's been another one hasn't there What were the two you just said Cheltenham and what Well Cheltenham Cup's the
2: one
0: yeah there's, the, the
2: one,
0: yeah, there's been another one Yeah, there's been another one I can't remember can't remember Gordon um, But, um, yeah, so um, That's That's pretty much it Really for this week In terms of um, Unless we Have you got any more questions We want to
1: discuss Or So, so since they're re- redoing the, sh- the the restrictions a little bit, and we're able to actually go out, are we going to keep doing this every week? Um,
0: no, I think we can drop back to maybe every fortnight in sort of release times. Okay. Or do you want to? Do we want to carry on every
1: week? I'm good with whatever the group decides. I mean, I know we were doing it every other week.
0: Yeah. I think we need to give... uh, uh, We need to discuss that between the three of us, give Gil a a, a say in that as well.
2: Well, Why don't you do another one next weekend and let's have a bit of a hangout before and discuss it between the four of us? Mm.
0: Because we can't really say yes we're going to do this and Gil's not had his input. No, no, no. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's um That's fair. So I'll tell you what, there was something else while while we're um, we're just chatting now, but um I've been watching Adam Savage uh, <laughs> who I'm sure a lot of people know. He um he does a lot of, uh, well, I, I don't even know how to begin to explain it, but he, he's off Mythbusters, I believe, and he also used to do a lot of model making for, you know, the Star Wars films and, and stuff like that. So, with that said, I saw him do something the other week. I watched the videos. Absolutely phenomenal. And I've decided I want to challenge myself in the same way. So he basically took um, a futuristic toy gun and turned it into something that looked as though it could be real. So rather than being, um, uh, I think, uh, I I saw two. So in one, he'd got um, one that had been 3D printed and he just sprayed it all up, um, and he added, he added a metal barrel to his and and so on. And it, it looked amazing when it was done. It got a pearl grip on it and all this. I think it was from Blade Runner.
1: Yeah. Uh, then, the Mortal Engines or whatever it was.
0: And then in the other one, in the other one, bear with me, I've lost my train of thought. I'm, I'm grasping for it. In the other oh right. In the other one, he had a Nerf gun. And he went out and bought a Nerf rifle, stripped it all down, and turned it into like a sniper's rifle. And both of them looked absolutely amazing when they were done. You know, they looked so fucking great. And I thought I want to do that. So what I'm after now is um Maybe, maybe people that are listening to this could get in on this and recommend a, a toy gun. It's got to be something cheap. Um, I can't afford anything expensive for a start, so we're looking cheap. cheap. Um,
1: so, so do you have a thrift shop at your where you guys are at? We've got like uh, a
0: town shop, yeah. Just go in there and see what
2: you can find, Mark, in the kiddies' toy section,
0: yeah. And I I basically, I want, I'm going to get a a, a toy gun, and my challenge to myself is to make it look realistic. Um, So, but
1: but here, here's the flip side of that, and the one thing that you need to really, really make sure you pay attention to is you put an orange tip. Yeah, yeah,
0: the the orange tip on the front. (laughs) This is never going back out the house. It's not um, right. So let me let me get this straight. I don't, I'm not going to buy a toy Glock and then make it look like a real Glock because um, that would be uh, very dangerous and very stupid of me. I'm sort of trying to take um, a toy gun and give it that. uh, what was the Blade Runner? He, he he done a Blade Runner type thing. So try and make it sort of futuristic, but look as though it could possibly be a weapon as well. Do you see what I mean? Am I, am I explaining myself well or not?
1: You're, you're basically trying to make a prop, prop, yeah. or a film prop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: a challenge
0: to myself. Because um I've found like I've got loads of kits to build, um, but i I've you know I've been starting to think that uh, I want something that's more creative than than a a kit. again, that sounds really you know I'm probably not bringing myself across as well as as, as well as I'd hope, but I'm hoping to um, you know challenge myself and uh get, get the old juices flowing and uh yeah that's that's what i that's what i want to do i mean what about you two you got you ever had anything you think you want to challenge yourself on or
1: not really i for for me i i, I actually want to do a scratch like Take like things like from around the house and do like a spaceship. All oh, right, you I've know, like, all- maybe, maybe not Star Wars, not Star Trek, but like floating car or something. I, I yeah, I, that that would be something cool for me. I, I, I've,
0: yeah. So you could take like the. That's interesting because there's a guy on our neighborhood watch scheme who is trying to sell. Um the old Ghostbusters ectoplasm um car. It's missing a couple of items, so it's fairly cheap. Um but it would look great as you know, a flying car. That that Ghostbusters sort of thing. That's that's just, just what you want, isn't it? You well know,
1: you know, just create something from scratch. I mean that's that's the ultimate goal
0: or ma- maybe even if people that are listening, um, could send a challenge in, that would be great, uh, for the three of us or four of us. If, if Gil's up for that as well, you know, you know, they send in, um, like
1: uh, this, this could be good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be interesting. It could be fun. Um, you know, you've got, I don't know, a month, so everyone send in your ideas or tweet, you know, tweet them uh at uh castsbrew or send them to the uh Facebook page. Yeah,
1: and,
0: um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a look and we'll pick the best one. And and go ahead with that. What does everyone, you know, what do you think? You up for that, Gordon? Sounds like a cool plan. I think it could be fun. It's like, you know, we're not going to pick something ridiculously different.
2: Garbage kick bash.
0: (laughs) Is it what? Garbage kick bash. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll be st- honest, straight up front. I am no, you know, I've never done any kit bashing at all. So for me, uh, don't expect anything fantastic. But that's the whole point of it. It's to uh, challenge yourself. Um, yeah. So I, what, I saw what happened
2: to Mola 1.
0: Yeah. Uh, my molar one is still knocking about gordon's referring to the fact that um i had to have uh, over the years i've had some terrible tooth pain and i've had to have a few teeth out and i think it was a couple of years ago i had to have one out that had been giving me a lot of grief for many many months and in the end i relented and went to a dentist and he said yeah it needs to come out and um they took this uh, tooth out and they'd uh, give me a load of uh novocaine which didn't really work and then they gave me something else and it took um three general dentists and then the owner of the dentists to come down before they'd managed to get the tooth out it was brutal um gordon will uh, attest to the fact that they absolutely Butchered my mouth I was just blood everywhere It wouldn't stop bleeding for weeks uh, Not weeks, I'm exaggerating there But it was days, it was days it was um,
2: before it fully stopped
0: Didn't it? Yeah um, I'll tell you how bad it was The dentists even rang me Didn't they Angela? No. Remember when I had my tooth out The dentists rang didn't they A few times to check how I was yeah. To check how I was doing and, um one of the dentists even said if i I'd, he' yeah his actual words were if I'd have been you i wouldn't I wouldn't come back <laughs> I could not believe it
1: yeah.
0: um so anyway, yeah, you been back. no, yeah, and to be fair, he's been right, I haven't been back um but I had this this really big tooth that they'd pulled out, and it was um I don't know where it is at the moment, it's knocking about somewhere. But it was an odd shape, and it was almost like, you know, on the what's that? War of, uh, War of the worlds. Yeah. It was like on a tripod. It'd got three roots, and it had got this whole tripod look to it. And as I sat looking at it, it suddenly became more and more clear that this needed to be turned into a spaceship. Yeah. This is going back a couple of years, and it became a big running joke at the time, and it became known as Mola One. Um, and uh, I, I will find it, and I'll show you. It's got a frame on it. Um, I had to sand it back, and every uh, unbelievable. Uh, I will find it, and I will get it to show you all in a future episode. Yeah, but Mola One. Man, that brings back right memories It was a good laugh and all, I remember That was back when there was Terry And um, Harmony, there was Harmony um, Yeah There
2: we go
0: old Yes But there we go Anyway, so yes That's our plan moving forward See, we make everything up on the fly Nothing scripted It's all, uh Made up as we go along, uh, so yeah. If you've got an idea for, for a build, jot it down somewhere we preferably on the Facebook page. Um, which is uh, uh Josh, what's the Facebook page? Spruecast, just Spruecast, isn't it? You'd yep. is www.facebook.com dot um, com forward slash groups forward slash sprue I think that is the address.
1: Um, um, yeah. yeah. Not all that, but if you look up sprue cast, it should come up.
0: Yeah. Or do what he said. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. So with that said, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to say goodbye Bye from me Bye from me Bye everyone See you next week, bye for now